Let my prayer be set forth in thy sight as the incense, and let the lifting up of my hands be an evening sacrifice. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done, and there is no health in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Spare thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent. According to thy promises declared unto mankind, in Christ Jesus our Lord, and grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life, to the glory of thy holy name. Amen. Almighty God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who desireth not the death of a sinner, but rather that he may turn from his wickedness and live, hath given power and commandment to his ministers to declare and pronounce to his people, being penitent, the absolution and remission of their sins. He pardoneth and absolveth all those who truly repent and unfeignedly believe his holy gospel. Wherefore, let us beseech him to grant us true repentance and his Holy Spirit, that those things may please him which we do at this present, and that the rest of our life hereafter may be pure and holy, so that at the last we may come to his eternal joy, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 65, page 416. Thou, O God, art praised in Zion, and unto thee shall the vow be performed in Jerusalem. Thou that hearest the prayer, unto thee shall all flesh come. My misdeeds prevail against me, O be thou merciful unto our sins. Blessed is the man whom thou choosest and receivest unto thee. He shall dwell in thy court, and shall be satisfied with the pleasures of thy house, even of thy holy temple. Thou shalt show us wonderful things in thy righteousness, O God of our salvation. Thou that art the hope of all the ends of the earth, and of them that remain in the broad sea. Who in his strength settest fast the mountains, and is girded about with power. Who stilleth the raging of the sea, and the noise of his waves, and the madness of the peoples. They also that dwell in the uttermost parts of the earth shall be afraid at thy tokens. Thou that makest the outgoings of the morning and evening to praise thee. 
Thou visitest the earth and blessest it. Thou makest it very plenteous. The river of God is full of water. Thou preparest their corn, for so thou providest for the earth. Thou waterest her furrows. Thou sendest rain into the little valleys thereof. Thou makest it soft with the drops of rain, and blessest the increase of it. Thou crownest the year with thy goodness, and thy clouds drop fatness. They shall drop upon the dwellings of the wilderness, and the little hills shall rejoice on every side. The fold shall be full of sheep. The valleys also shall stand so thick with corn that they shall laugh and sing. Psalm 117, page 487. O praise the Lord, all ye nations. Praise him, all ye peoples. For his merciful kindness is evermore and more toward us, and the truth of the Lord endureth forever. Praise the Lord. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the ninth verse of the twenty-ninth chapter of the book of First Chronicles. Then the people rejoiced, for they had offered willingly, because with a loyal heart they had offered willingly to the Lord. And King David also rejoiced greatly. Therefore David blessed the Lord before all the assembly, and David said, Blessed are you, Lord God of Israel, our Father, forever and ever. Yours, O Lord, is the greatness, the power and the glory, the victory and the majesty. For all that is in heaven and in earth is yours. Yours is the kingdom, O Lord, and you are exalted as head over all. Both riches and honor come from you, and you reign over all. In your hand is power and might. In your hand it is to make great and to give strength to all. Now therefore, our God, we thank you and praise your glorious name. But who am I, and who are my people, that we should be able to offer so willingly as this? For all things come from you, and of your own we have given you. For we are aliens and pilgrims before you, as were all our fathers. Our days on earth are as a shadow, and without hope. O Lord our God, all this abundance that we have prepared to build you a house for your holy name is from your hand, and is all your own. I know also, my God, that you test the heart, and have pleasure in uprightness. As for me, in the uprightness of my heart I have willingly offered all these things, and now with joy I have seen your people who are present here to offer willingly to you. Here ended the first lesson. My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Saviour. For he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath magnified me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on them that fear him throughout all generations. He hath showed strength with his arm. He hath scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seat, and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he hath sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, hath hope in his servant Israel, as he promised to our forefathers Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost 
as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the tenth chapter of the book of Romans. Brethren, my heart's desire and prayer to God for Israel is that they may be saved. For I bear them witness that they have a zeal for God, but not according to knowledge. For they, being ignorant of God's righteousness, and seeking to establish their own righteousness, have not submitted to the righteousness of God. For Christ is the end of the law for righteousness to everyone who believes. For Moses writes about the righteousness which is of the law. The man who does the, those things shall live by them. But the righteousness of faith speaks in this way. Do not say in your heart who will ascend into heaven, that is, to bring Christ down from above, or who will descend into the abyss, that is, to bring Christ up from the dead. But what does it say? The word is near you, in your mouth and in your heart, that is, the word of faith which we preach, that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. For the scripture says, Whoever believes on him will not be put to shame. For there is no distinction between Jew and Greek, for the same Lord over all is rich to all who call upon him. For whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. How then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? And how shall they preach unless they are sent? As it is written, How beautiful are the feet of those who preach the gospel of peace, who bring glad tidings of good things. Here endeth the second lesson. Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace, according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of thy people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the state. And mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. And do thy ministers with righteousness. And make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people. And bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord. 
for it is thou, Lord, only that makest us dwell in safety. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Almighty and everlasting God, give unto us the increase of faith, hope, and charity, and that we may obtain that which thou dost promise. Make us to love that which thou dost command, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee we, being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness through the merits of Jesus Christ our Savior. Amen. Light in our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night for the love of thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. So tonight is the eve of the Feast of St. Matthew to be celebrated tomorrow. And so our first lesson for tonight comes from First Chronicles. And kind of the context here in First Chronicle in these chapters is we're seeing this transition being set up between David and then his son Solomon. And the emphasis of these chapters here is... Um, sort of to set the framework for what the, we might call them Davidic ideals are. Um, they lay the groundwork and the frame for what a true king of Israel should look like. And so here specifically, uh, David has called upon the people to exercise generosity for the building of the temple, which will ultimately then be completed in Solomon's reign. And we see that the people take this to heart, so they really step up and they provide for the building of the temple. There's a couple, I think, really significant points here, but I'll just mention two. Um, one is that David makes it clear that this space, it's not just another building project. It's not something that we're doing um, just to have another building, but rather it's not intended for, or it's not intended for men, but it's intended for God and it's intended for his glory. And then secondly, David speaks to this principle that really, I think it's one of the foundational things that should undergird our, well, our attitude towards our wealth and our possessions. And then also that then it should give us a kind of our framework for tithing. And that is, I mean, it's a very simple thing. The question is whether or not we actually believe it. And that is everything that we have, we've been given by God. Everything we have is a gift from God. So this is, um, actually, this, it's, there's a, a prayer that's said over the offerings during Mass, which comes right from this passage. So the priest will elevate the, the offering plates and say, All things come of thee, O Lord, and of thine own have we given thee. What's hard for us with this is that we kind of, by default, I think, um, we think we've earned our stuff. We think that it's, that it's our doing. Um, and that's not to, to deny that we haven't had a participation in it, because we sure, certainly have had some participation then in what we have. Um, but we think that it ultimately belongs to us. And the reality is, is that at the end of the day, we would not have anything that we have were it not from God. 
And thus everything that we have, we have received as a gift from God. Paul makes this point too. I think it's in Corinthians. He says, what, what do you have that you did not receive? Um, so it's then out of this then principle that we simply give back to God what he has already given to us. So then in our second lesson in Romans uh, 10, so Paul here in chapters 9 through 11, he's turned pretty significantly from what he was doing in chapters 1 through 8. And in Romans 9 through 11, he's addressing uh, kind of the relationship now with, or what's the place and the status then of the Jewish people within this larger framework of God's plan. And here in chapter 10, Paul begins by reiterating his desire for his fellow Israelites that they might be saved. Again, his purpose here is not adversarial at all. It's he has a, a longing then for his people to be able to see God. So he's trying to get them to see that there are essentially two ways of approaching the law and righteousness. So Paul's conviction, and I think this is important, Paul's conviction is always, or is, that the, that the purpose of the law has always been Christ. The purpose of the law all along was to bring then the people to Christ. So that in Christ, the law has been fulfilled. And that word fulfilled means it's been taken and it's been brought to its intended end. So in that sense, then the law uh, in Christ, the law has reached its end or it's reached its telos. So this is in contrast then to what he sees with his fellow Israelites with their approach to the law. And his point that he's trying to make here is that they are approaching it by means of performance. So that the law is not then a means to come and know God, but the law is something to be performed. So he makes this contrast here with these two Old Testament references. So the one who does these things will live by them, that is performance, versus the word is near you in your mouth and in your heart, that is in Christ, God has been brought near. And what makes Paul agonize here is that Israel's performing the law has become a stumbling block to them so they cannot see Christ. And since they cannot see Christ, they cannot obtain his righteousness, which does not come through performance, doesn't come through merit, but it comes rather through faith. And it's for everyone. It's for Jew and Gentile alike, everyone who calls upon the name of the Lord. So we'll continue now with our intercession, page 590, and take a second call to mind those you're praying for. Accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind. Let the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations, and may as many as have received it live as becomes it. Be gracious unto thy church, and grant that every member of the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us, and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands, that they may punish wickedness and vice, and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down thy blessings, temporal and spiritual, upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good, and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil, and give them repentance and better minds. Be merciful to all who are in any trouble, and do thou, the God of pity, administer to them according to their several necessities. 
for his sake who went about doing good, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Amen. Thanks, everyone. Have a good night. Thank you, Father Kevin. Bye-bye. Bye, everybody.